so we we have Lily Waller with us right now. Uh, what what's this? Sally. Yeah. Would you like to introduce yourself? Sally. You're Sally. What's what's your costume from? The story. <laughs> What 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 movie is it from? Is it from a movie? The Nightmare Before Christmas. Ooh, do you, do you like that movie a lot? Yeah. What do you like about it? Uh, my favorite part, the Christmas one. When he goes to to the North Pole. Yeah. <laughs> is Sally your favorite character? Yeah, but. I don't like Sally because he, she has stars on her face. I do like Jack because he doesn't have stars on his face. Oh. So do, do you like anybody else in the movie? Wait, I need to cheer up a little bit. Oh, okay. Bit. okay. <laughs> like that close. G- gotta get nice and close to the microphone like that. It's very professional. So we can talk oh, to y'all. Yeah, so they can hear it. Yeah, it's exactly. Oh, no, no, no. <laughs> Not too close. Not too close. I'll hurt. What's your favorite thing about Halloween? Uh, the candy. The candy? What's your favorite candy? Uh, lollipops. Lollipops. Do you like the ones with the chocolate in the middle? No, I like the ones that I blew break time. Yeah, I, like, I, like, I like cherry the most. And I like strawberry. Strawberries? Do, do you have a favorite chocolate? Yeah, I like chocolate. Do you like Reese's or like Hershey's? Reese's. Re- Reese's Puffs. Oh, I think we have a question from the audience. Would you like to take some questions? Or, uh, would you like- <laughs> You're staring at me. Can I, can I ask you a question, Lily? <laughs> How many times do I have to tell you? Uh, we are in Blake's show, so we don't have to talk in Blake's show. Yeah. We do have to talk. That's what the whole show is about. It's about talking. It's not about talking. It's about not talking, just one. It's about, it's about conversations. <laughs> I'm off his Blake's show. Oh, well, thank you for coming. Thank you. Thank, thank you for joining us, Lily Waller. We appreciate it. and wonderful, spooktacular holiday season. I want to thank Miss Lily Waller for coming on the show and joining us. You know, it was honestly some legwork getting her on here. You know, I had talked to assistant after assistant after assistant. Really had to work my way up the ladder to, to get to her. Kind of felt like I was uh, being a little big league there for a little bit, if I'm being honest. But nevertheless, we got her on the show. That's what matters. And I would like to thank her for coming on. Um, hopefully we can get her on again soon, because I think she's a great conversation, great talk. But, um, anyway, this is our fifth episode, as I said at the top, Halloween episode, (laughs) but on the show we're gonna have our final edition, I know, very sad, final edition of Face Your Fears a little later on. We're gonna say au revoir for this season, I hope you've enjoyed it as much as I've enjoyed making it. It's been nice talking to people and finding out what spooks them, makes them scared, makes them tick, and seeing if it still scares them. I I think it's a fun concept, so I want to keep it going. So, you know, keep that in mind. Maybe next year I'll need someone to talk to, so just throw your your name in the hat or in the pumpkin, whatever we're going to use. But I want to take this time right now just to say that, you know, after this episode... I think it's going to be pretty interesting to see where we go because, you know, obviously this has been very Halloween-themed through the month of October. We kind of started the podcast in October, but I think it'll be interesting to see where I take this 
in November and, you know, for the months to come, years to come, hopefully, but we'll see where that goes. Um, I do want to say um, this: these podcasts might become a little more bi-weekly or a little less frequent, if that makes sense, because I think with the month of October, I was trying to get everything out within, you know, I wanted to get as much out within October <clears throat> that I could. So if it seems a little inconsistent, that's why I want to try and take some more time to produce these, to make them good or make them as, you know, the best that they can be. So again, though, that could change. I might just pop off ideas. It might just be a, you know, an easy shoot, but we're going to see. But before we get into our face your fears segment, before we get to that, I want to expand on a topic I've brought up a few times on the show already. Now, I know this isn't necessarily Halloween-themed, but it definitely is horrifying. So I've decided it's it's about time to discuss my ventures as a janitor. But instead of just sharing some shitty stories, <laughs> get it? I've actually compiled a list. A list of grievances. That's right. Like Martin Luther nailing his 93 theses to the church wall, I'm bringing forward my grievances to my fellow countrymen. Now, fellas, I want you to know this list isn't aimed at all of you. It's only meant for those of you who make my job harder than it has to be. But for those with a faint of heart, I'm going to insert a timestamp in case you just can't bear the terror of a men's public bathroom. Jump to 23 minutes and 33 seconds. Alrighty, let's gather around the campfire. Before I begin, I want to make some clarifications. Firstly, I want to specify that I'm not entirely a janitor. I work at a travel center, and you know where I work, but I'm not going to name names because, you know, they put a chip in me a long time ago, and I just don't need that buck-toothed mascot grinding me up into a brisket sandwich. I mean, you do know that's what they do with their undesirables, right? I digress. I work in a travel center, and at that travel center, I am a member of their maintenance team. Now, there's three types of shifts as a maintenance employee. There's inside, where you clean the inside of the store... There's outside, where you clean the parking lot and the pump area. And finally, there's the restrooms, where I usually find myself. In the restrooms, I'm in charge of 12 stalls, 34 urinals, 4 sinks, and 4 mirrors. So, as you can imagine, that's a lot of ground to cover, right? That's a lot of bodily waste to clean up after. So, why you gotta... Throw extra hurdles in my way. And that kind of goes into my second clarification a little bit. You know, in, in the perfect hypothetical situation, you go in, do your business like a rational human being, and leave. In this situation, whatever happened in that toilet is between me and that toilet. I know what I signed up for. I, I've numbed myself from the vicious things I've claimed. But life just can't be that simple. So let's begin this list so we can hopefully get there. Alright, so I'm breaking out my list here. I got my list. It's very precise, pristine list. I put a lot of thought into it. You know, as someone who's cleaned toilets for, I don't know, maybe three or four months now, you see a lot of things. You clean a lot of things. You see you see a lot of human behavior. So I've put a lot of thought into this. Maybe some other janders are listening to this. I'm, I'm going to, let's just throw out the maintenance title, okay? It's pretty. It's a little more pristine, but we're going to throw it to the side because at the heart of this, I am a janitor. I'm going to talk about the things that janitors have to deal with. Now, okay, breaking out the list. We're gonna start. We're gonna start with some bare minimums. These are some things I, I feel like I shouldn't even have to say to you, but I, I have to. Sadly, on a daily basis, these bare minimum normal things are you would think are normal to do or not do are done. So number one. You gotta aim, cowboy. 
you know, there's there's countless times I walk into a stall and there's number ones on the floor. Sometimes there's number twos on the floor. And, and you know, on occasion, I'll even get a little mixture of one and two all mixed up together. You know, funny story, if I can uh, sidetrack a little bit. My first day working in the restrooms, I, rem- I remember walking into a stall and there was a hefty load of number one and two right in the corner. You know, it, it was a real baptism by fire. It just it just set the stage for where I am today. So so guys, let's let's try to get that in the toilet. Because honestly, if you can't aim or make it in the toilet, I don't think you should be in a public bathroom. I, I think, if it's up to me, I think you should be committed if you're taking a shit on the floor. But that's just me. That's just the world I want to live in. But let's continue. Number two, you got to lock the door. Now, I don't know what some of you think. Maybe you, you walk in and you enter a new reality. Maybe the, the world behind you just vanished. But I, I'm here to let you know it's still there. I'm still within your reality. You're still within mine. So let's lock that door. Because here's the thing. I, I give the courtesy of knocking and some people, I guess, just don't hear me because I will walk in and, oh, God, right? Fellas, I already got to see the ugly things that are inside of you. I don't want to see the ugly things that are outside of you. You, you, you capiche, you understand? So let's lock that door so we can both avoid a, a, a humongous amount of uncomfortable situations. Number three. This one is very annoying. I'd probably say more times than seeing number one, I'll just say, piss and shit on the floor when I walk into a stall, I find toilet paper. Just mountains and mountains of toilet paper. As if someone just had a parade and threw it all over the place. Look, I know there's not a trash can in there. Maybe that gets a little confusing. But, But you still have two options. You have two holes you can put that toilet paper in. You can put it in the toilet hole where it belongs, or you can leave it in your butthole and walk out and leave. I don't care. I just don't want to pick up your toilet paper. And the funny thing is, I mean, this is preferred, but the funny thing is, most of the time, I, it's just dry toilet paper. It's as if someone was trying to find the perfect slice. And let me tell you, this is cheap toilet paper. It's all su- It all sucks, so just, just, just pick a slice. Pick a slice and put it in the toilet. Please stop having me pick up your toilet paper. It's irritating. Let's let's jump over to the other side of the bathroom real quick, shall we? Let's talk about urinals. Now, maybe it gets a little confusing with the, the toilet and the urinal, but here's the thing. The urinal is only made for one thing, okay? We, we gotta break that word down. Urinal, that's it. Only piss. <laughs> I'm sure you can imagine the horrible things that can be put in a urinal. And I'll give you a little side story. This might be gross, but <laughs> this is a true story. One time, someone had vomited all inside of a urinal, and it was like, <laughs> it was completely orange. Like, it was probably like the consistency of like, what I would imagine, you know, like the inside of a pumpkin, right? And I had a mask on, so like, I really wasn't smelling it at first. But as I was cleaning it up with paper towels, trying to get all of it out, I slowly realized that it was Cheetos. Like, it smelled exactly like Cheetos. And I shit you not, later on when I went to the back, someone was eating Cheetos. And I I practically gagged. So there you go. There's a perfect example of, like, the normal functions I already deal with. Like, that person was probably drunk or something, couldn't help it. I mean, it's still an irritating and hard to get through, but I get it. Some people can't make it to the toilet. That's a manageable thing. But here's some things that don't belong in a urinal, right? Gum. Spit. Dip. Um, just paper in general. I don't know if everyone knows this, but sometimes when you leave a piece of paper in the urinal, in that little hole, that can make it overflow. Here's a, per- here's a perfect example. One day, I was literally about to leave. I had everything wrapped up. Everything was clean. Perfect time to go. And I look over, and this urinal is coming down. This urinal's water is crashing like a thousand waves on the floor. 
and I had to deal with that. And you know what the worst part was? This dude literally told me. He said, "Sorry, man. I just threw a piece of paper in there. I didn't know he was gonna who was gonna do that." And I, I just thought to myself, "Why would you tell me that? Why would you say that to me? Because I'm not in a position where I can smack you right now. How dare you tell me that? That's just you, you should have just left, just left with your tail between your legs. But again, with urinals, PP only." Okay, urinals are for PP only. Do your PP and leave. And hopefully wash your hands. Oh, perfect segue. Can we talk about sinks? Can we please talk about sinks? I've been dying to talk about sinks. Let's talk about sinks real quick. Now, fellas, my guys, my homies, my brothers, this is a public bathroom. A public bathroom. This isn't a hotel room. This isn't your bathroom. So some things need to stop. You should not be brushing your teeth in the public bathroom. You should not be shaving in a public bathroom. You should you should not, by any circumstances, be taking a sink shower every day. I, I promise you, someone is taking a sink shower, water all over the floor. And, you know, it's like I can't say... Hey, motherfucker, can you not take a sink shower? I'm not really in a position to say that. Pardon my language. I know that got a little harsh. Other thing. Why are you cleaning your stuff in the, in the sink? People will bring their cups and clean it. As if it's, if it's time to do some, some uh, dishes. As if it's time to do some dishes in the sink. It's not. It's for washing your hands and leaving. That's it. Please. Stop shaving, stop brushing your teeth, stop doing all these crazy maniac things in my sinks because I have to clean them. I have to make them look pretty. They all have to look pristine. You know how in the front it says world famous clean, whatever it says, world famous clean bathrooms? You know how it gets that way? Because I have to do it. I have to make it that way. I have to scrub and polish to make it look that way. It doesn't just magic. I don't throw very fairy dust on it. I have to make it happen. No one gives me a pat on the back. Alrighty. I'm sorry. I, I got a little emotional there. Let's, let's continue. This next one. I think we're all guilty of this. I'm guilty of it. I, I think as, as, as men, we have the human nature or the, the men nature, if that makes sense. To, you know, Kobe, you know, toss that paper in, make a basket. But here's the thing. You got to make those shots, King. You got to make it in the trash can. Because if you don't, you need to pick that up and be a man and throw it back into the trash can. But some people don't. Some people like to make their little baskets and miss and just leave. And you know what? That shit piles up like a mountain. And I got to deal with it when the managers come in. That's not fair. So make your shots, Kings. Make your shots, make a layup, make that slam dunk. Whatever it is, just make it happen. Make it in the trash can. Make my day a little easier. Or if you can't make those make those baskets, just put it in there. Okay? Now we're going to get into um, this last little part. This is more of just kind of a proper behavior. How to, how to treat your janitor. Right? Now, there's some people who like to approach me and say, thank you for your hard work. I really appreciate it. Thanks for all you do. All that. That, that That's nice. That's great. I mean, if I'm being honest, I, I prefer if nobody talks to me. I'm not very outgoing in that way. I mean, I, I, I appreciate it. I want you to know that. I appreciate when people say that kind of stuff. But honestly, I just like being left alone. That's just me. But that that's not what I'm talking about. Those things are nice. Those things are cool. But these things are annoying. Beginning with this, right? I know that the stalls get filled up. There's 12 of them. Maybe there should be more. I know they get filled up. But here's the thing, guys. When I'm cleaning a stall, I don't need you all crowded around me, staring at me like I'm a piece of meat. You might think it makes me feel like the bell of the ball, but it just pisses me off. So if you could give me a little space, 
not eyeball me while I'm trying to scrub shit. I like my job a lot easier. On top of that, you know what's probably the most annoying damn thing in the world? When someone asks me, hey man, you almost done? Even if I was almost done, I'm gonna give I'm gonna add an extra ten seconds just because you asked me that. I am I am cleaning up someone's Taco Bell mess from ten minutes ago. Okay, I, I'm already going through it. Give me a give me a little bit and you will be happy to destroy the work I just did. Just give me a second. Don't ask me if I'm almost done. Okay? Kind of kind of in the same respect, right? Let's talk about urinals, right? Say I'm cleaning a urinal. It's awesome if you don't try to use that urinal as I'm cleaning it. This is this is something that's really happened. One time I was cleaning a urinal, I like stepped away for like a second, right? Just to grab something, some spray, a towel, I don't even remember. And some dude just plowed his way through with his fucking kid to be like, Oh, sorry, buddy, just let, let me let him use it real quick. And I just had to stand there and wait as this kid pissed all in this urinal. I mean, it's not his fault, it's the fucking dad's fault for being a piece of shit. But it's just like, come on, bro, let me clean this. Let me get on with my life. There's 34 urinals. Why'd you pick this one? It's because you're a piece of shit. That's why. Ladies and gentlemen, I, I'm, I'm, I'm taking a breath. I got a little heated there. It's just these are the things, you know. These are, This is the monkey that's on my back every day while I'm trying to just do my job, right? I'm just trying to do my job. But, you know, again, I'm calming down. I'm sorry for being brash. I took a breath. Finding my chi. It's all going to be okay. This last little bit, right? This is some FAQ we're going to do real quick. I'm going to answer all those burning questions I get every day. Okay? So here, I'm going to answer those questions. Yes, I, I know. You've never been in a place like this before. Yes, it's, it's a very big place. A very, very big travel center. No, I, I don't know how many there are. No, they're they're not only in Texas anymore. We don't we don't have that privilege anymore. No, I I don't know when it was founded or when it started. No, I I don't know how many pumps there are. I mean that's actually something I probably should know. No, I don't I don't have any of these this information to give you because um, as you can see my my name sticker it doesn't say tour guide on it. It's a shit sweeper. Or at least it should. But anyway, that, that's the end of my uh, my soapbox here, guys. I've said what I had to say. These are the things we can do to make the bathroom experience better for you and me. And hey, maybe there's things as a janitor I could do better to make your experience better. But unfortunately, this is a one-side conversation and I'll never know what those things are. But again, let's let's work together. Let's work together to make the bathroom experience better better because who knows maybe maybe if these things happen or at least we eliminate the bad things we'll be one step closer to world peace and isn't that what we want but now ladies and gentlemen it's time for our final edition of face your fears here we go Creatures of the night to the Halloween delight face.
face your fears. In this segment, we put our flashlights on the movies that gave us the jeepers creepers. We'll discuss what about it made our skin crawl initially, rewatch it, then see if it holds up as the big bad boogeyman, or if we were just being big babies about it. So my guest today is currently working her way up the ladder to become a radiologist. She is a fan of uh, Cardi B and uh, so. Doja Cat. <laughs> I do love Doja Cat. I love Doja Cat. <laughs> she is a wonderful mother to Wednesday Adams. And <laughs> Basically. a fun person. Welcome to the show, Courtney Waller. Hello. Hi. And today we are talking about the movie 2012 from... 2009. This is something I didn't really, like, realize. I thought I remembered this movie coming out in 2012, but I guess it came out two years earlier, or was it three years earlier? It was, I think it was a little bit before then, actually, 2012, because I watched it probably around, like, fifth grade. Oh, really? Fourth or fifth grade, yeah. I get, like, I guess my brain is I just, think. Like, fuzzy I don't know, it. but I don't remember a lot. Yeah. So. Well, I was going to say that this isn't, like, uh, I guess your technical, like, horror movie, but Courtney has a very uh, interesting story to tell about. But before <laughs> we get to that, um, what are some things growing up when you were, you know, like, younger growing up that scared you? Everything. Everything? <laughs> I would, I still am a very anxious person, so I just had a lot of anxiety. I'm kind of surprised to hear that everything Honestly, did. like... You seem like kind of like a wild kid. I mean, it just depends. Like, real-life situations or, like, horror, like... Just, like, anything. Like, like, like were you scared of the dark when you were a kid? Or, like, even no, things that... because nah. I, was, I was shoved in my own room. Because oh, yeah. I was so ADHD, I would tear, I would tear stuff up. Yeah. So my mom was like, "Okay, she needs her own space." <laughs> like, out yeah. of all four children, I got the yeah, room to myself. <laughs> and everybody, nobody wanted to be my roommate. <laughs> nobody did. So I was like, "Heck yeah!" So no, I had to like, I slept in my room. Yeah. I mean, ever I'd have my nights where I'd sneak in, <laughs> sneak in between Kendall and Katie or my mom and dad, yeah. but for the most part, it was me alone Ka- in the dark, <laughs> in my- in there, like, <laughs> crying my myself to sleep. Oh. <laughs> no, it's funny. Yeah. <laughs> A fears. Um, Katie and Courtney had their own room, though, right? Or together is what you're saying. I think yeah. Court- Kendall. I feel like that. everybody over the whole span of us. Being in the house, I feel like we all were each other's roommate except one point, except for Brayden. Brayden pretty much always had his own room. Yeah. Too. But between the girls, yeah. yes. Well, while we're talking about, like, upbringing, I wanted you to see if you could, like, confirm some stories. Kendall was telling about, like, some ghost stories around the house. Can you attest oh, yes. to any of this? That was, that's definitely one of my fears. Like, all the, even in high school, whenever all my friends were like, let's go see Paranormal Activity, or like, that's why I just, like, that's probably what would freak me out the most. Yeah. But like, I've always felt like the house has been haunted, but I think it's a friendly presence. Yeah. Like, I know that sounds weird, but like. Like a Casper kind of thing going on, or like. Yeah. Yeah. But like, Brayden would like talk to that little boy. Yeah. In the cemetery. But like nothing, it was never. I mean, the front, the up in the attic, that door would slam open and shut. Like, yeah. I'm not really now, but like as a child, I remember that. Like, yeah. Something always made me like, oh, that's haunted. Oh, yeah. we have a ghost. Like, that's a ghost. And that's what's interesting. Like, because like I was telling Kendall when we did her episode was like, uh, and for anyone who doesn't know, Courtney is Kendall's sister. Um, the only time I ever experienced like a ghostly thing was at your house. I've never seen anything before. What happened? Because basically we were at your grandma and grandpa's. I swore I saw like a dude who looked like your grandpa in like the kitchen, mm-hmm. but he they weren't even on the property. Mm-hmm. It was like when y'all were all gone and Katie was upstairs. Like mm-hmm. maybe I was like sleep deprived. But I swore yeah. I saw a dude, and they were like we like looked through the <laughs> the house and there was nobody. I used to think that I would see somebody in the. Like, standing outside, if we left the attic light on, sometimes yeah. we could see, like, stuff inside yeah. through the window. Because, like, you know that top window? Yeah. Like, when I think I'd see stuff. And, like, that's whenever I'd be like, oh, that's Pops. Like, 
that's like we would blame like the ghostly stuff on yeah. our, on my dad's parents. That's so you're just kind of like watching out. Yeah, it's pops. Like <laughs> he's yeah. just hanging out. Yeah. <laughs> well, segueing towards uh... <laughs> or <laughs> or whenever Benet died, my dad's mm-hmm. beloved dog, <laughs> like that he treated that dog like any better than anybody else in the house. <laughs> I remember whenever she died. We put, like, he put her. We didn't. We did have a funeral for her. He made us, everybody attend her funeral. <laughs> In the middle of the living room, the dog. And it happened the around casket. It happened around a flood, too. And, like, they tried, he tried to bury her. Oh, shit. And she, like, came up. So, like, <laughs> oh. <laughs> we had to put her in a plastic bag in our deep freeze. And, like, we went to. Brayden went to go get like something in the deep freeze. Like I don't even probably like a fucking probably like a fucking pizza, but like like a fucking Tostino's pizza. Dad, Dad, why is Benet in the freezer? But she kept coming out. It would not stop raining. It was so bad. Pet cemetery just keeps. No, it was horrible. But like during her funeral, we like walked in the house and like he had her like on like a round table like a small like it was horrible we were all just like oh my god so she, just, she was just chilling she wasn't yeah, a box almost, or anything he almost got her um what is it called oh, stuffed stuff or... oh. yeah what is that word for it though isn't it like a, a taxidermist what, ta- what is you know yeah taxidermist. <laughs> holy shit yeah but oh. my mom convinced him not to do that okay. but we would blame when Benet died Every, I hated Benet. Like, and I'm I like animals. Like, I don't like hate dogs, but yeah, everybody loved Benet, and I hated her. Like, she smelled. She was old. She looked like a m- old mop. <laughs> like she was, and she peed she everywhere. I know, but anyways, I was mean to Benet, so everybody was like. Benet's haunting you. Like, I would be like, dude, there's a ghost in the house. And then, uh, Katie or Kendall, or even my dad was probably like, it's probably Benet. <laughs> Get yeah. revenge. But yeah, paranormal stuff. I had a lot of, not really, I wasn't, I used to really, really be afraid. I had to think about it. I didn't know what to say. Yeah. I, Driving past the cemetery, not like making, like looking into the cemetery, because when you're driving down our road, the, the cemetery is like yeah, facing for... you head on. Like you don't really have an option but to look at it, and like I would avoid it at all costs. Like I would watch the neighbor's house, like looking hard to my to my left the whole way until I passed it, because at, at night, not yeah. during the day, yeah, at could, night, or like yeah. whenever I would get off work. Or when I, shit, even now sometimes coming home from my lunch break, yeah. like, I'm like, no, don't look at it. Like, I'm just afraid I'm going to see a presence, and I get then that. I'll feel, like, weirded out. Yeah, I mean, because I, mean, I think the first time I came down, you know, I was like, oh, shit, it's, like, right there. Yeah. <laughs> like, no. Every, anybody, anytime anybody comes, is that a cemetery? Yes. That's, like, right. Somebody asked me if they could bring a Ouija board once. Oh, and I was like, you bring a Ouija board, I'm moving. <laughs> That's also something I didn't, any movie like that, any, like, Especially relating to like Satanism oh, yeah, or like the devil or Hereditary, like... I I will never watch that movie because that's like all real stuff. Like, yeah. Like uh uh-uh. uh no <laughs> no yeah no like possession no yeah. scared. Twenty twelve was just a traumatic. Well, yeah, that's what, that's what I wanted to ask is like um. Because I guess, like, everyone kind of, like, that was kind of like our Y2K, like, that was supposed to be, like, the end of the world, the Mayans, you know, the end of, like, the Mayan calendar. Yes. Did you know about all that, like, before the movie, or, like, did you hear about it? Like, what came first? Like, oh, I, 2012's coming, we're all gonna what die. What year did this movie release? It says 2009, but, like, I don't, I swear it came out sooner, but it must have been 2009. I just remember the year of, like, everyone was talking about, like, oh, shit, the mind calendar's running now. Like, this is supposed to be the end of time. It's- I was probably, like, not, what is nine? That's, like, fourth or fifth grade. Eight or nine. Yeah, that's, yeah, I'd probably like, like fourth the- or fifth grade? Yeah. Maybe, not sixth. That's because that's middle school. I was not in middle school yet. Yeah. I was in elementary. I know that. Yeah. But, like, I remember not wanting to watch it. And I think I was with Katie. 
and she was babysitting me and she was like let's watch it and I was like no I don't want to watch it she's like you're gonna watch it and honestly I didn't even sit down to watch it I just was kind of like in the room not paying attention and even still I was sat there long enough to like know what was going on and I was like oh my god this can happen like this is gonna happen this year like just being so scared and my whole family hyped it up too they were like they knew I was afraid of it they, they knew they, I was they, afraid they of 2012 because I spoke about it. I was scared. Yeah. Yeah. What would they do? What would they say? I don't even remember. I just remember them making it worse. <laughs> Feeling scared. Not my mom. My mom was like, Courtney, that's silly. But it did get to a point where she was like, okay, we need to take you to a therapist. Or at first it was like, we need to go see our pastor. So we went and saw Pastor Biddy. Do you remember that? What grade do you think wow. that I was in? Like third, fourth or fifth? I remember it pretty do well. Do you? Re- I don't so remember. I, I don't remember any of it, really. I just remember being, like, genuinely scared. Like, I didn't want to come. It got to a point where I didn't want to come to school. Yeah. And, like, I had to. No, you had to be in fourth grade. Yeah, I was in fourth grade. I had I an anxiety attack at school. school. The ambulance yeah. came. The yeah, they ambulance. came and got me, yeah, to make sure I was okay because I passed out. I did not want to be there so bad. I was so scared. I had major anxiety. I remember my arms. Yeah, whenever I would get anxiety attacks, still whenever I get anxiety attacks. Like, my chest will get all tight, and my arms will, like, start to tingle, and my heart will race. And I, oh, my God, I just kind of, like, go, like, manic. And I had, had like, a manic episode. So you were, like, thinking of the movie or just, like, I was thinking of just genuinely, like, what if I'm at, I'm sitting here at school in the classroom and like the fucking world ends like that's that's no yeah I'm scared <laughs> I was like I would rather be at home when yeah. the world ends yeah and then my mom was like that's not even how it happens you need to read revelations and then she took me she literally took me to our pastor and he did help it helped well, well like like yeah like tell me like when like the first time you went like what exactly did he say. Basically, he was just like. What exactly? Yes. Yeah. Gave no. me, gave me just like the biblical sense of what like what happens in the, our end time. Like, just yeah. talked over the Book of Revelation and like what's the events that are gonna happen and in the end times and like whatever you know. But he, we, oh shoot, we just talked about that. Yeah. And basically, he was like, "This movie's not even like logical. Like, that's not how it's as a Christian. That's not how it's gonna like play out. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. So. Yeah. So like, how many times did you like go to him, see him? Yeah. Probably once. So my w- therapist, I got put on my medicine probably like a few months after that. So you think that kind of spawned that, or like my anxiety? Think... Absolutely. <laughs> oh yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. That was like my Damn. first. Yeah. I mean, but I, I get that though. It. Like you're you're in that span of like you know becoming like a almost. I like... would just I would just think about it and think about it and think about it and think about it and I'd like work myself up to a yeah. point where I just was like having anxiety. Yeah. Like just thinking about it and like I still haven't watched that movie. Honestly, I can't even say I've probably seen past 30 minutes into it. Yeah. I mean, like, I remember, like, Katie watching it and me, like, walking in wherever we were, whatever room we were watching the movie in, and just thinking, like, like, coming in on the part where she was watching, like, the earthquakes and, like, the tsunamis and, like, just being, like, that is terrifying. Like, I know. I no. know. Yeah. <laughs> like, I've never seen it. Like, I've never, like. And I was like, please turn it off. And she was like, no. like, <laughs> yeah. Katie was evil and whenever, because she was in high school whenever I was that. No, she was, I don't know, Kendall. How many? Four She was probably like a freshman. I just remember her hating scared. me. Anytime I walk, get out! She was horrid. Oh. Katie's not school. here to defend herself. I'm sorry, Katie. 
<laughs> but I was just gonna say, like, I don't think she was. I'm... She knows she was mean in high school. She knows it. She'll admit it. She knows. Because her friends know. Yeah. Now she wants to be our friend. <laughs> she did not want to be my friend. I feel like Kendall put up with me more than Katie did. I was that annoying little sister. I still am that annoying little sister. All I was gonna say though is like. The only thing about 2012 I know is, like, I remember they put out, like, these videos of Woody Harrelson, who was in the movie, like, talking about the end times as if he was, like, like in character and stuff, and I thought that was really weird, but I guess I need to ask you the most important question now, Courtney. Yeah. Are you ready to face your fears and watch 2012? Yeah. I don't really worry about the world ending anymore. I can say that. Yeah, That's I mean, I think, thing yeah, I I think can we're gonna... Say. We're My gonna... worries have... <laughs> just with changed evolved yeah, evolved into something our modern problems <laughs> yeah. our modern 2012 yeah well, yes. we'll be right back after this everybody so a uh, crazy thing just happened uh, we started 2012 me and Courtney were uh, kind of getting towards the beginning and I, I guess I don't know I guess her fear must have relapsed because she just started like shaking on the ground uncontrollably like her eyes were rolling in the back of her head uh, we tried to call an ambulance I mean they came up here with with a stretcher but she just like collapsed into dust just vanished into the air um, so I mean, I watched it, and it, it kind of sucked, but, uh, any, uh, anybody seen Halloween Kills? Let's talk about that for a second. Let's talk about Halloween Kills. That's, that's, that's more Halloween-themed than, uh, 2012. Uh, I'm gonna try and sweep up Courtney in a little bit, but let's just talk about that real quick. I will say this. The titles are kind of confusing, aren't they? I, I feel like most people have talked about this, but Halloween Kills... It's supposed to be Halloween 2 to Halloween 2018, yet Halloween 2018 is Halloween 2 to Halloween, what, 1978? So Halloween Kills is actually Halloween 3, and the titles are kind of hard, right? But Halloween ends, I guess that's Halloween 4. All the numbers are weird. There's like three Halloween 2s. I know this is an angry video game nerd bit, but I just wanted to bring it to your attention. There's a lot of title mishaps in this series. I'd say I'm a, I'm a decent fan of the series. I like Michael Myers. There's something about him that's interesting. But as far as this movie goes, or l let's jump back. 2018 Halloween. I honestly really love that movie. I love the idea of Laurie Schroe just like planning this this return of Michael Myers. You know, making your house death proof. Just basically her family just kind of having the hardest time connecting with her because she has this need, this just wants to <laughs> kill Michael Myers. And I think that's the the one downfall of the movie is that there has to be sequels. There has to be a second and third. It kind of is a detriment because, you know, at the you know finale, when Laurie Strode finally has Michael Myers, when she's finally setting the house ablaze, it's like, this should be it. This is the end. But unfortunately, it's not. They kept going, and I don't know if the, it was a plan all along to do a second and third. Maybe they just saw all the money came coming in and said, fuck it, let's go for it. But I just think this movie series should have ended with the 2018 movie, because that movie was honestly really great. Halloween Kills, I think if you like good kills, I guess, if you, if you like, uh, I say kind of guess with the title, maybe that's why they called it that. If you like you know, really gory kills. I'm sure you'll enjoy it for that. If you're watching it for Jamie Lee Curtis, I, I'm going to spoil it for you because it's kind of bullshit how they're advertising it. She's barely in the movie. She's in a hospital bed. Most of the movie, there's one little, uh, I guess not clever. One kind of cool thing about the movie is at one point she's in the hospital bed, you know, she's waking up and she's like, Oh my God, we killed him. We killed Michael Myers. And like, everyone's kind of playing it up. Like, yeah, Michael Myers is dead, woo! Until she finally realizes, oh shit, Michael's still alive, and she's trying to get up, but I mean, it doesn't leave the hospital room. Um, another thing that's kind of dumb, and I'm just, 
I'm kind of touching on this briefly because this is already going kind of long. At one point, there's there's a second inmate, I guess, who escaped with Michael. I can't remember if this is touched upon in the 2018 film, but he somehow makes it into the hospital. And now, picture Michael Myers in your head. You know what Michael Myers looks like, right? He's tall, slender, right? Okay, this dude looks like a troll. Like, like he, he's maybe a little bit taller than Danny DeVito, but perfect frame. Long, stringy hair, and these people are chasing after this motherfucker going, Halloween dies tonight! Oh yeah, that's that's our hashtag of the whole movie. It's Halloween dies tonight! Oh wait, is that it? Is it Halloween dies tonight? Oh no, evil dies tonight. My bad. Halloween need to die. I guess that's the next one. Halloween dies or ends or whatever, but it's... Evil dies tonight! Evil dies tonight! They're chasing this poor lunatic through the <laughs> hospital till they get to, like, the third floor. Eventually, like, Lori and her family kind of figure it out and are trying to stop them, but this dude ends up killing himself. He jumps off, like, the, the rooftop because these people are trying to assassinate him because they think he's Michael Myers. That was ultra extra dumb, but... One scene I will say that was cool yet dumb is that it's like at the very end. I'm sorry, I'm going to spoil it. But there's one scene where they get a hold of Michael's mask somehow. And they're like, come here, Michael. Come get it. Come get your mask. And he's kind of chasing them without his mask on, which I feel like that could be a little more powerful if that's the end. Like you're finally, I mean, I guess we've seen his face. But it'd be kind of cool to finally get that like, oh, Michael Myers without the mask, whatever. But there's this one scene where the... Uh, Laurie Strode's daughters leading him on like oh come get the mask come get the mask and she drops it he comes towards it and this mob just like swarms him right you see these people with guns and baseball bats and crowbars and a fucking kitchen sink ready to like bash his brains in and all he does is he slowly like puts the mask on and gets his knife ready ready for fucking battle like that was cool especially like seeing him all burnt up and bloody with his like fucked up eye like that was neat but here's the thing, right? He can't die. <laughs> like, I'm, they shoot him like ten times. They, they, you know, stab, like everything. Everything in the kitchen sink. Lori Strode's daughter stabs him in the back for the final blow. And you know what's going to happen. You know, they all like gallop away. Like, oh yeah, we saved the night. We killed. We Evil dies tonight. We did it. But it's like, no. Didn't you learn anything from Halloween 2? Not this Halloween 2 or the Rob Zombie Halloween 2, but the original Halloween 2. They literally had to set this motherfucker on fire to kill him. And all you guys did was beat the shit out of him. And guess what? He, he, he takes the knife out of his back, which that was kind of, you know, cute. He stands up and just slices them all to fucking death. <laughs> and, I mean, that, that, I mean, it was dumb. It's just like... I think my main problem with Michael Myers or like the, the series as it went on or, you know, the movies that go on is that I like in the first one that he's just a dude. It kind of goes back to the strangers. Like I like the idea if it's just some killer, right? But when it becomes a thing where you have to drop a fucking atomic bomb on this dude, it's just not scary anymore. It just, it, it takes something away from it. Like in the next one, like what the fuck is Lori Strode going to do? Is she just going to like, pick up the whole town of Haddonfield and, like, slam it on his head? Like, what do you do to kill this dude? And on top of it, it's like, what, he's he's 60 years old. I'm pretty sure he, like, lost his hand in the last one, yet he it's kind of good here. He's blind in one eye. It's just, like, I get it. It's how these movies work. But I just it, just, it takes it away. That's why, like, again, like, I'll just reiterate, I really loved... The 2018 movie and I wish that was it because it was really great and it felt like a conclusion and there was just there was so much going for that and this one it's just like if you don't watch it you're probably not missing anything unless you really like how okay, I'll, I'll say this there's one there's two things I will mention at the beginning of the film you get this scene that's supposed to be from the original like I mean it looks it has the same look as the first movie because, you know, they're taking it back to the 70... I actually can't remember the year. I'm sorry. 70-something, right? Whatever. But they take it back to that time. Like, it, they captured it really great. They actually had this dude in makeup as Dr. Loomis, which, like, that it was... I thought it was CGI. Apparently, it was, like, full-on makeup. So, that was, like, that was really neat. 
that's something really cool. The second thing, I mean, it's not cool, but I mean, it's the only thing about this movie that like, I guess grants a sequel or like push the story along. Basically, which again, it's like the logistics of this. Everyone, like I said, everyone's like doing the parade. Woo. Okay. We kill evil dies tonight. We did it. It died. Lori or Lori Strode's daughter. I can't remember what her character's name is. She's on the top or in Michael's room, looking out the window. And there's this whole thing at the beginning about how when Michael killed his, uh, whatever, he looked out his sister's window or something. So she's doing that. And coming from behind her, oh no, it's Michael. And he basically murders her like he murdered his sister. And as this is happening, you're kind of getting flashes at Laurie Strode. So he murders her daughter. Laurie's going to get her revenge. Whatever. <laughs> it's not the worst thing in the world. I mean, fuck, man. Halloween 5 is pretty stupid with the whole, like, psychic whatever with the with the Laurie Strode's daughter in that one. So it's not horrible. It's not bad. It's just, it's whatever. So, yeah. We didn't talk about 2012, but... Helen kills. Evil dies tonight. So, anyway, I hope you've enjoyed this. I hope you enjoyed our little Halloween episode. If I can uh, uh, say thank you again for joining me through all the uh, uh, Face Your Fears. It's been a lot of fun doing it. I, I want to say thank you to Emily McCoy. Thank you to Kendall Waller. Thank you to Courtney Waller. Uh, I gotta get my broom out soon for her. Uh, thank you, Lily Waller. Uh, uh, thank you, Lauren Michaels. Uh, uh, thank The Roots. Uh, I can't insert the SNL music. I might get a copyright. But again, thank you. You can find us on Apple Podcasts. You can find us on Spotify. You can find us uh, on my RSS feed. Um, thank you again. And remember, this may not be a weekly thing anymore, but they're going to still keep coming. So I hope I can keep your attention. So uh, I'll say my thing that I'll say. It's my only little slogan thing I've kept is, be kind to yourself, be kind to other people, have a good one, happy Halloween, and uh, go get yourself some treats, trick or treats ladies and gentlemen, bye bye.